This is NBA Sound System Live, featured on NBA.com sites around the world and archived on the NBA Sound System podcast feed, where you get your podcasts by searching NBA Sound System. Thank you for joining us. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, each with the handle at NBA Sound System, or visit us at NBASoundSystem.com for more. Now, to the host for this edition of NBA Sound System Live, Carlin Gay and Micah Adams. Another Tuesday, another live edition of NBA Sound System. I am Carlin Gay. He is Micah Adams. Micah, how's it going, my man? Carlin, we are L-I-V-E. You are right. So live, in fact, that I'm doing this about five minutes after my two-year-old woke up two hours early from her nap. So I'm ready to go. I'm in prime, prime, <laughs> prepared. I'm wearing, I'm wearing a homemade necklace that we just scrapped together. This is it's going to be a great one. Some patchwork done on your end. Maybe some patchwork done on on our end as well as we're so far away from the start of the regular season. But we do have topics for you to discuss. And that is, of course, the MVP trophy. Most people think that it's going to Giannis Antetokounmpo. But there is a large, loud community out there that thinks maybe LeBron James still has a chance at uh, getting his fifth MVP award, which is eight games left in the regular season. Um... Last week, we talked about All-NBA. We talked about the All-NBA uh, teams, three teams. We went through the list. You can go back in the archives and listen to that episode. And you had LeBron James down as a point guard. You kind of cheated on your All-NBA first team, putting LeBron uh, as a point I absolutely, guard. Yes, correct, because he is. Yeah, but that's for it, another conversation. Okay? He's not. He's not. He's a Ford. But, uh, <laughs> but he is leading the league in assists for the first time uh, in his career, and he does have the Lakers just three games behind the Milwaukee Bucks in the standings. With eight games left, any chance, before we get into the MVP debate, any chance you think the Lakers can actually catch the Bucks for the first overall seed uh, in the entire NBA? I do. I, I don't look. I don't think it's. I don't think it's likely. But what? They're they're what two games back in the loss column. Uh, we 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 still are are waiting yet to see kind of. Which team is playing which, and it will it will matter tremendously. Not only who is playing who, but when those games fall. Obviously, the Bucks and Lakers both have sizable leads uh, atop each of their respective conferences. But depending upon you know what, we will have gone what three months without basketball. I, I know that there's kind of this knee jerk reaction to say that you know once they don't have anything to play for, maybe maybe LeBron won't be playing a whole lot. Maybe AD won't be playing a whole lot. Ditto for. For Giannis and Chris Middleton and on down the line, but that that's a lot of rust to shake off. And you know, I don't think anyone in their right mind. There's a reason that year after year, teams don't start sitting guys with eight games left before the playoffs. Is because you still need to be fresh. You still don't want to go in with rust. So, look, I I think anything could happen. I don't think two games uh, to make up is all that much. And for what it's worth. History says that if the Lakers and LeBron finish with the best record, he's going to win the MVP award. History does say that. And I came here fully intending to have an all-our argument with you about who should be the MVP this season, the 2019-2020 season. And after crunching the numbers and going through it all, I'm having a hard time defending Camp LeBron James. 
I really think this is Giannis's uh, award to lose, regardless of what happens in the other eight games. I think only the, the only chance that LeBron and the Lakers have is if they end up with the number one seed. But even then, if they do end up with the number one seed overall in the NBA, it's going to be by maybe a game or two. Like they're not going to be five, six games ahead of the the uh, the, the Bucks. It's just going to be impossible to to make up that much ground and overtake them by that much. And Giannis has had such a great season. I just have a hard time even entering LeBron into the conversation. So if if I had an MVP vote, regard, regardless of what happens in these final eight games, the Bucks could go 0-8, the Lakers could go 8-0. I would, I would personally still vote for Giannis. I think he's been that outstanding. I think what we're seeing from him is is it truly is probably one of the 10 greatest seasons uh, in NBA history. And that that's really not hyperbole. Any way you slice it, offense, defense, the combination, team success, what he means, the supporting cast around, how he's grown and developed and improved as a player, what he's done against great teams. And I think we ran something a couple weeks ago where he's been better against good teams than any player the last 30 years. So, yes, the Bucks have beat up on, on kind of the the, the uh, bottom feeders in the Eastern Conference, but that that is that that has way more to do with with those other teams than it does Milwaukee. All of that aside, all that aside, um, narratives are a popular thing, and and they are they are at their most fervent uh, when we start talking about MVPs. And we're gonna we're gonna sit here and go through a bunch of the years that LeBron didn't win uh, in a minute. But narratives are a powerful thing, and if LeBron and the Lakers finish with the best record in the league, and LeBron did it while uh, leading the league uh, in assists and and. Send- I think he's played point guard, essentially playing a new position for the first time in his career and doing it on a team that really, once you get past LeBron and Anthony Davis, I understand that like, yeah, like once you get past two of the five best players in the league, there's really not that much there uh, in LA. Only three times in his career has LeBron's team finished with the best record in the NBA. All three times he won the MVP. So that's kind of what I mean. If, If there's a narrative there for LeBron, people are gonna look for any way that they can to give him this award. And look, we, we saw that. We saw that before uh, the season went on hiatus. Leading into that break, the Lakers were 13-4 and four in their last 17 games. Um, and that that is, you know, they, they've been playing incredible basketball. And, you know, in the last, in the last week or week and a half before – uh, you know, the pause in the season, they had beaten New Orleans on national TV, they had beaten the 76ers, they had beaten the Bucks, and they had beaten the Clippers. Uh, they lost to the Brooklyn Nets. No one saw that. It was on NBA League Pass, unless, of course, many of you who are listening have NBA League Pass, and you should have it if you don't. Um, but most people saw the national TV games, and uh, it, that that kind of started the train rolling down the hill of, well... Maybe LeBron is getting himself back into the, the MVP race. What would the narrative have to be, though, if eight games are left? Because I feel like that's so far away removed from people's memories. What would the narrative – paint the perfect picture, I'm saying, uh, for, for LeBron James to, to come away with MVP in eight games in Orlando? Well, we we do this thing, right, with, especially with awards. And you, and you see it with Rookie of the Year, too, when guys get on late-season pushes – all of a sudden, the narrative shifts, and some of that is just human nature, right? You're you're drawn to whatever's most recent, and this this would be a case, I think, especially because we will have gone three months without basketball. If the Lakers come out and they look like the best team in the league, and they go eight and zero or seven and one, and Milwaukee kind of stubs their toe a little bit, 
and and LeBron is up there uh, tossing up, you know, the, his routine 27, 11, and 8 or whatever ungodly number he's putting up. There's, there's just, there's going to be a course of people that look at LeBron in year 17 and they say, wow, I can't believe somebody at that advanced age and this long into his career takes one on the chin and just doesn't miss a beat at all, given everything that's gone on this year. And I, I just kind of think it'll be one of those things. And, you know, like LeBron, he knows what he's doing too. He he likes to fan the flames, right? He puts some oxygen on the fire. If somebody asks a leading question about what it means to really, you know, bounce back, given everything that the Lakers have gone through this season, and, and you know, we're not going to get into to all, all of the reasons, but there's a lot there. There's a lot of adversity faced by this team. If they were to somehow finish with the best record in the league, I, there's going to be people clamoring to give this award to LeBron in spite of Giannis having, again, what I think is one of the 10 best seasons of all time. But it's just a what have you done for me lately. The Bucks lost three in a row uh, going into this going into this hiatus. Giannis kind of messed up his knee a little bit, hung out a couple of games. They, they fell off the 70-game piece. And, and there, was a, there was a while there where Milwaukee was so far out that you kind of like had to give it to him by default. He just, you can't put up those numbers on a team that good and not win the MVP. That little five game stretch where they went one and four, which included yet another bat loss down in Miami, kind of opened up the window here for us to even be having this conversation to begin with. If uh, the the counter argument to what Giannis, uh, you know, LeBron winning the MVP, uh, which, you know, came up for me when I was going back and looking at, the stats and, and and crunching the numbers and seeing the team results. LeBron has Anthony Davis, who is going to end up being top five in MVP voting when it's all said and done. Maybe top six, uh, depending on how the way you know the votes swing. Uh, he and and Giannis really doesn't have another. You could say he's a top you know top ten candidate. Chris Milton's having probably the best season of his career, maybe not numbers wise, but the way he's playing and uh, when he's playing well without Giannis on the floor, which is not something that he's normally done in the past. Like, like Chris Milton also looks like he flipped that switch uh, to be to being a, a true All Star in this league and a true Robin to Giannis's Batman. But he's not Anthony Davis, so that kind of you know tips the balance in Giannis's favor once again. Is Giannis has to be so great, so good with lesser talent around him and he's doing that uh at a high level what do you say about people that say well anthony davis is on the lakers and and that's why lebron james isn't gonna get my vote i it's tough because there are like we we live in a world where there there's more information than we've ever had when it comes to kind of parsing these things down and playing the numbers game and that there's a, a bunch of numbers that you can point to that say you know, when Anthony Davis is on the floor and LeBron's not up out there with them, the Lakers just aren't very good. And like, and that's absolutely true. And that's going to be one of the kind of more nuanced, smarter takes on the, you know, if, if you throw out the name Anthony Davis, I'm going to come back at you and say, well, look at what they've done when it's been AD out there and not LeBron. They, they haven't played very well. But then you, you look at Milwaukee and uh, the, the, the gap in how the Bucks look whether or not Giannis is on the floor or not is even larger than it is uh, with the Lakers and LeBron. So it's it's kind of like it, it's hard to even make the argument for like doing the on-off smart way of looking about player impact on team success and just all signs once again just not pointing to Giannis even though Anthony Davis is there. 
Yeah, but again, we both agree that it should be Giannis, but you know the door is a little bit ajar for LeBron James. Um, yeah, uh, Micah, yes, less than 50 games, 50 days rather, away from the restart of the NBA season, tentatively set for July 31st down in the bubble in Orlando. 22 teams will be there. And if you want to get up to speed, because if you're like me, you have a short memory and you forget a lot of things that happen this NBA season, head on over to NBA.com. We have you covered. NBA Global, we have you covered. Raptors in Canada. We have Ben Simmons and every Australian covered in Australia. We got all <laughs> stars all over the league covered in India in so many different languages. All you Spanish speakers out there, we got you covered in, in, uh, in NBA Latam and also in NBA Spain. We have you covered, period. That is the bottom line. NBA.com Global, all your news, your notes, getting you set for what will be one of the most memorable seasons in NBA history down in the bubble in Orlando. Um, Damian Lillard also chimed in on who he thinks should be the MVP this season. And uh, he actually went on Jalen and Jacoby uh, a little while ago and said, quote, this season, I think it's LeBron. Speaking, of course, of uh, you know who should be the MVP this season. Uh, they're the number one team in the West. They've been consistent all year long. And for him to be at the age he's at with the amount of miles he has on his body, how often he's talked about the pressure they put on him in every little thing he does at the level he's performing at, in my opinion, I think he's the MVP, end quote. That's Damian Lillard, a guy who has to compete against LeBron James and someone who, you know, had he been, you know, had a lot, a lot more help probably would be in top 10, uh, you know, the MVP rankings when you, when you put them out there. So if Damian Lillard thinks that LeBron James should be the MVP, where do you sit on that with a guy that's competing against him in the Western Conference? Is that is that a lack of respect for Giannis, or is that more respect for LeBron? No, I just th- I just think that's a sign of of kind of how LeBron is viewed around the league. And look, I, I can't sit. Th- I'm not going to sit there and tell Damian Lillard that he doesn't know what he's talking about. Of course, he knows what he's talking about. Every single thing that he said is a completely valid point. It's just one that I happen to not agree with. Uh, and, and you know, people can. <laughs> People can reasonably disagree. That's that's totally what we we need to come to a place where it's okay to say, uh, I see what you're saying. I just don't agree with what you're saying. I just think that what Giannis has done means a lot more. But one one thing that I do think that Damian Willard is hinting at here, which is kind of this this common occurrence, I I think a lot of people... would look at kind of would look at what LeBron has done and how every year, year in, year out, for what feels like 50 years at this point, uh, it's LeBron and then it's everybody else. It's like there's there's this uh, world that happens in the regular season, and it's almost like no matter what happens in that regular season, we turn the page to the playoffs. Uh, with the exception of last year, given everything, you know, what happened with the Lakers and then they finally missed the playoffs and whatever. And like LeBron just morphs into this other guy. So he, he, it's just, he's kind of like earned this respect where everybody just knows that he's the best guy and that it's LeBron and then everyone else. Even though when the regular season is, is sort of unfolding, that isn't always the case. And I think it leaves a taste in a lot of people's mouths that you look at the four MVPs that LeBron has won, and you wonder how on earth could this guy be the best guy in the league for like 13 straight years and somehow walk away with only four MVPs when he reaches the finals, what feels like every year too. 
So I, I actually think that those I actually think that those two things are are connected in more ways than maybe even Lillard himself thinks when he starts talking about looking at LeBron with the reverence with which he with, with which he does. I'm going to peel back the curtain a little bit and uh, share something with the listeners that uh, they may not know. Um, the reason why we're having this conversation is because we have already had it behind the scenes uh, when when this literal quote came out. Uh, I, I sort of threw it to you guys and, and and the rest of the NBA global team in our in our morning meeting that it's weird to me that LeBron James only has four league MVPs and it feels like he should have more. And I was just saying that without even putting any thought into it. But when you think about how good LeBron James, as you said, has as you said, has been for as long as he's been. Uh, good for in this league, you just feel like he should have more than just four MVPs. All the greats have, you know, five, six MVPs. LeBron only has four, and if he doesn't win it this year, when, when's that fifth coming? I don't, I don't know that he's going to have another opportunity like this, uh, you know, to, to to claim another MVP. But he's also proven me wrong in the past. So when you go through the list, the first, uh, when was the first time you know you thought that LeBron maybe should have gotten an MVP award because he doesn't win his first one. Till 09, uh, in 2008-09, and that's the year after Kobe Bryant wins his only MVP award, and that is the same year that LeBron James actually leads the league in scoring. So when do you think, was that the first year you thought to yourself, hmm, maybe LeBron James should have had that one? No, the, the 05-06 season, when Steve Nash wins his second, I think starting, starting from that year, that's LeBron's third year in the league, I think from that point on, you could probably make a case that that's when he became the best player in the league and that for now what has been 15 straight years lebron lebron has been either a 1a uh or 1b or just like it's it's everybody else that 0506 season he finishes second to steve nash and right. and i i honestly do think you you start going every single year since then and you roll through him Man, like, I don't know how many there are in there that he didn't win that he actually should have. And I actually think that that 05-06 season is the only one I would definitively say LeBron should have won the MVP. That's interesting. At that 05-06 season, as you said, Nash uh, walked away with the award. That was Nash's second of two. He went back-to-back. And the argument for Nash winning, or, or the, the storyline, I guess, is which we talked about at the top, was... You know, he had a better year uh, than his MVP season. And also, there were so many injuries around him, and he's still able to keep the Suns afloat. So that's why Steve Nash was able to walk away with MVP that year, which is similar to sort of the conversation that we're having with Giannis now. He's having a better year than he had a year before, the year before, and his team's playing at a high level, and he's keeping that team afloat, and and, and they're doing everything that they're supposed to be doing in terms of locking down the first spot in the Eastern Conference. So, you know, the narrative is, is not on LeBron's side heading into this one. I disagree with you in saying this because, and this is the Kobe fan in me, um, I didn't think that LeBron was pound for pound the best player in the league yet uh that that to me was still you know kobe's time kobe's league i don't think i i gave lebron the best player in the league award until he won a championship and that could be just on me i could be or, or sorry not when he won championship but when he got to the finals the first time the first time he got to the finals with the heat uh and and they got knocked out by by the dallas mavericks i think at that point I had seen the Lakers, you know, get crushed by the Mavericks in the playoffs. They they weren't they weren't the same. Kobe wasn't the same at that point. 
and, and LeBron was just ascending. And we still hadn't seen the best of LeBron yet. That would come later on. But he was ascending, and he was at a point where he was the best player on both ends of the floor. And I said to myself, all right, as a Kobe fan, I'm, I'm giving up. And you know me. I'm, I'm probably one of the least uh, Kobe Kobe stands there there might be out there. He's, he's, <laughs> he's my guy. But I but I'm you know I'm reasonable when we when we come to the argument of, of his place in in history and you know LeBron wins in in 2009 and goes back to back and wins in 2010 even though he wins back to back MVP awards I still thought that Kobe was the better player at the time and and you know he proved that in the finals by you know winning finals MVP in those in those two years so that was that was my mentality going into it but you think that you know. LeBron had the title of best player in the league when he was in his 821 season in 06. I, I think there's a case to be made. Look, I, 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 there's no way that you can definitively say that he's the best guy till probably like the, the 2009, 2010 range. Uh, and, 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 and again, like it's not even like you look at the 05, 06 season, right? Okay. So Steve Nash, that, that is a, is a, just a, um, that is is like the caricature of the narrative MVP, right? He's better than the year before. The Suns have a really good record. Marsh Stoudemire's injured. Look at the team around him. Uh, and, and then meanwhile, poor, poor Sean Marion's com- completely getting slept on, uh, even though he might have even had a bigger impact than Steve Nash in that 06 season. One of the things that I, you go back and you look at that season, and, and particularly the MVP voting and the way that it, it played out, five different guys got more than uh did more than 14 first place votes so uh you don't you typically don't see that usually it's it's two guys maybe three that that people are are kind of uh more often than not throwing in the mix there's five different guys in the mix here and and it's for an obvious reason okay statistically you look back and the three best guys in the league but it's it's really not close in some order it's kobe it's lebron it's dirk Okay, but all of those teams finish, uh, the Cavs finish fourth, the Mavs finish fourth, and the Lakers finish seventh. It's crazy. Like, I, I remember Kobe dragging that team to the playoffs. That's the year he averages over 35 a game, and he's passing to Smush Parker and Chris Mim, and you're like, what on earth is this team doing making the playoffs in a loaded West? Um, up until that point, no player had ever won MVP uh, being ranked lower than third in their own conference. Of course, right. Russell Westbrook would, uh, you know, over a decade later. But really, at that point in time, if you didn't finish in the top three in your conference, you weren't winning the MVP. So apologies to LeBron, apologies to Kobe, apologies to Dirk. That's how you land. Not only was Steve Nash winning it, but Chauncey Billups actually gets uh, 15 first round. Chauncey Billups got as many first place MVP votes as LeBron or Dirk in that year. And that's just because the Pistons were the best team in the East. He's their best player. Oh, that means Chauncey must be the MVP. But I really do think if you, if, if you really go back and you look at, yeah, Kobe, look, he was amazing. And I, I think knee jerk reaction without looking at it, I would have, I always remember 05, 06 is the year that Kobe should have won the MVP. But really, I think it's the year that LeBron should have won his first MVP. But let's keep on going because uh, yeah. I think there's, you're, I there's think more where this you're, came from. Your your 0506 there, 
where where you think Kobe, you know, probably should have got more respect. Let's not say maybe won the MVP, but got more respect in the voting actually sets him up to win in 08. Because by the time we get to 08, Kobe has not won a single MVP. His team is now one of the best in the league. And that narrative started early. Normally, the MVP narrative starts after the All-Star break, at or around the All-Star break. We start to get to feel about, you know, who should win MVP. There's always, you know, maybe five or six guys. Then it's dwindled down to maybe a top three. But by then, you should you should kind of know, you kind of feel it, who, who the media is kind of going to vote for. And early in that season, I, I felt it for, for Kobe Bryant. And as good as a season as LeBron James is having, it was, it was more of Kobe Bryant is, it'll be a shame if Kobe Bryant goes out his entire career without winning an MVP. And not to say that he didn't deserve it that year, but I think a, a lot of, you know, the reason why people voted for him is because he had not won at that point. No, and I, I totally agree. And look, like that, and even that season alone, like, yeah, like you mentioned that, you know, Kobe hadn't won one yet. We're, we're coming off uh, a season in which Dirk won the MVP and the Mavs got bounced in the first round. Uh, you know, we don't need to rehash that one, but that that one was absolutely Dirk's MVP, regardless of of, of how they how they bowed out early. But you look, starting in that 07-08 season, remember LeBron's coming off that first finals appearance too, where he dragged what was a pretty bad Cavs team to the finals right. they get swept but i think that's the first like he, he time. had arrived at that point right before forget about yes. the, the sweeping in the finals he had arrived that that sure. game five in detroit that was his moment where and that was his michael jordan 63 at the at the, at the boston garden moment right that that's the moment where everyone's 100%. like all right he's here now there are there are many games going back that far where I remember exactly where I was watching that game. I, I remember exactly where I was, who I was with. Uh, I, I mean that that I remember like it was yesterday. Just thinking like I can't believe what I'm watching. So like LeBron has arrived, okay. And then one of the things that I think gets lost when you look back at that 0708 Lakers team that finished with the best record. So they trade for Pau Gasol halfway through the year. I think that there's this big misconception that like the Lakers were struggling and then they traded for Pow and somehow <laughs> the trade for Pow completely turned them around. They had the best record in the league when they made the trade. Yeah. So it's like they were great without Pow and then they I mean Pow obviously took them to another level. But I agree with you. That that one year unequivocally Kobe's. So we're we're now up to 0809, LeBron wins his first. 0910, yeah, LeBron's win LeBron wins two in a row there, and and at that point when he's when he's won two in a row, uh, like no one wins three in a row, right? Like no one, like Larry Bird had been the last person to do it uh, in '86 when he won his third in a row. Michael Jordan went and never won three in a row. It, it always it always came to the point where, especially with MJ, it always came to the point where, uh, you know, he, he had he had two in the bag, and here he comes to pick up his third, but. There's a Charles Barkley that just throws a wrench into the into the uh, into the you know equation. Uh, same thing when he, you know the back end of his career. Maybe if Carmelo Malone doesn't steal one, uh, you know Jordan has three in a row there. That probably should have had three in a row there. So you, you, you look the, back well, through history, and no one wins yeah, three well, in a row. Well, I was gonna, no, no one wins three in a row, and that's actually you know I, I recently wrote something. Uh, for NBA.com about what's at stake for all of the players, all the major players, kind of looking at all the different narratives at play as we look to, to pick back up here. And one of the things that, that I think is like, God is, he's probably going to win a second straight MVP, right? 
And you just mentioned that guys don't win three in a row. If the Bucks don't win the NBA title, like Giannis is, he's just not going to win a third straight MVP, right? There, there. Right. We we reach a point where I understand that it's a regular season award, but people will start holding lack of postseason success against him when it comes to winning the MVP. The same thing. Same thing happened with Dirk. Same thing happened with Jordan. Same thing happened with a bunch of guys. The only three players to ever win three straight MVPs were Bill Russell, or Wilt Chamberlain, and were Larry Bird. All three of those guys won at least one title in those first two MVP seasons. So they had built up that cachet where people didn't have the excuse of saying, oh no, we can't give a guy an MVP uh, for not winning because all three of those guys had won. So uh, I, I think you're, you're exactly right. LeBron kind of enters into that 2010-11 season uh, especially too, when you consider that he went and joined Miami in which the way in, right. in the manner in which he did, there's no way anyone was giving him the MVP uh, in that 2011 season. It just, it just and that had a lot happen. to do with it. That had a lot. That had everything to do with it. I think Le- LeBron James obviously leaves Cleveland. He does something that most people had never seen before in their lives, and I, I think the NBA has never been the same since. He goes down to Miami. He joins Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. They create the super team. Everyone's panicking. The league is over. They're going to win every single championship until they retire. Uh, and he, he goes through that season, MVP caliber season, but in the preseason. Derrick Rose went out and said, why not me? Why can't I win MVP? 22 years of age, Derrick Rose goes out and wins the MVP award. Uh, and, you know, Chicago had the best record in the regular season that year. Uh, Derrick Rose had phenomenal numbers. He had MVP caliber, caliber numbers. He was the best player on the team. Uh, but Dwight Howard also they had also, great numbers that year, right? He did. Dwight Howard was great. Dwight Howard finished second in MVP voting. And I expected, I expected looking back at it, because I remember that, and, and, you know, I think sometimes people, people that this is one of the ones that I think people point to as says like LeBron should have won, like LeBron should have right. won the MVP, but you have to look at the context surrounding the season. So not only did the Bulls finish four games up on Miami, they also went three and zero against them in the regular season. Every single one of those head to head matchups went in favor of Derrick Rose. So I know there's this lasting impression of the Heat kind of just like spanking Chicago in the Eastern Conference Finals. And like LeBron is famously guarding Derrick Rose in the fourth quarter and he's shutting him down. He's serving up a reminder that like, yeah, you're the, you're the youngest league MVP, you know, ever, but I'm the, I'm the best player in the game. But that's not the way the MVP award works. Uh, I mean, we, we saw the exact same thing play out with Stephen Curry and Kevin Durant. Uh, the first year that Kevin Durant goes and joins Golden State. There's just no way that one of those two guys were winning the MVP. Same exact thing with LeBron and Dwayne Wade. Like, LeBron's got Dwayne Wade. Derrick Rose had Lou Aldang and Carlos Boozer. Like, it's not like Derrick Rose had some, like, chopped liver season either. 25-8-4, uh, pretty comparable numbers to LeBron. So I, I actually think that the 2011 one that people try to take away from Derrick Rose in hindsight and give to LeBron, I kind of think they got it right. You don't think that people were were spitefully voting for Derrick Rose and not voting for LeBron James that year? You really don't think that. Like, LeBron James is the best player in the league. It's it's clear that he's the best player in the league. Had he still been in Cleveland, put the exact same numbers up with the same record and, and everything that you just said, they lost to the Bulls three straight or whatever. They might have played four games if he was still in Cleveland. You don't think that LeBron James would have won MVP that season or deserved it? 
if 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 he's in Cleveland and he and he finishes second in the East, man, I don't know. I I, I think you're right that the people people were certainly spiteful and there was a lot of there was a lot of vitriol uh, around LeBron. But I mean, it's it's not like the guy like came back and finished eighth. Like still got like third place in MVP voting. He's still clearly the best guy in the league. Like his first team All NBA. I don't know. I just the way that these things work with. Uh, people look at, at team success and team record. Derrick Rose won that award in 2010-11 for a lot of the same reasons that Steve Nash did uh, the first time he won his award. He's the single biggest reason for the single biggest turnaround and the single best news story. People like narratives. Uh, and you just you look at the help around there. And I, I don't know. I, I think it's impossible to say. Uh, I think that people would have probably been more open uh, to voting for LeBron, had he still been in Cleveland, I don't, I don't think it's a done deal either. For exactly the same reasons you just did, like he, he had yet to win anything either, right? That's that's very true. He hadn't, he hadn't been the man yet in terms of uh, winning his first uh, NBA uh, championship. Now, the rest of the way, LeBron wins the next two MVPs. The rest of the way after that, I really have a hard time giving LeBron any of these MVP awards. Kevin Durant wins in 2014. He was incredible. And in the two games that he played against Miami, uh, one of them I remember being on, it was on TNT. It was a Thursday night in Miami. And Kevin Durant went absolutely insane. And in my opinion, just locked up the MVP award that same night. He had a great season and, and he should have been the MVP that year in 2014. You can't make an argument for LeBron then, you're right. No, you, no, you can't. And that, and that's the season two that Russell Westbrook is hurt. He only plays 46 games. Here are, the, here are the guys next in minutes on this Thunder team, which, oh, by the way, won 59 games, five more than the Heat. The next guys in minutes after Durant are Serge Ibaka, Reggie Jackson, Dabo Cephalosha, a 21-year-old Jeremy Lin, and a 39-year-old Derek Fisher. <laughs> like, Kevin Durant's the MVP. There's no argument. Then we have Steph Curry reeling off back-to-back -back MVPs, one of them, of course, unanimous. The first one he wins, uh, 2015, no argument to be made there, right? Like he had a, a phenomenal season, starts playing the game like we've never seen it played before, uh, really changes basketball the way we know it, and, and that MVP was his. Yeah, this, this is one where, like, so the, I, I would actually say that, like, the 20, the second one is, like, that's, they go 73-9, and nine and he sets every yeah, three-point record, and he leads the league in scoring, he's unanimous, that's, I, there's not a player, yes, that one's un unassailable. The 2015 one, people still, like, there are Rockets fans that still get mad that James Harden did not win the MVP that year. Uh, and, you know, we can have a, a Curry versus Harden discussion if you want. But, I mean, the Warriors went 67-15. and 15. <laughs> Like, they they won 11 more games in Houston. This is also the year that, like, if you, if you want to make a case for anybody, it's probably Harden. But, like, LeBron just left for two weeks in the middle of the season to go to right. Miami. Right? Like, right. Uh, I, I, I mean, he just – this is when it kind of went the, the – we'll, we'll touch on the lack of defense here. Uh, here coming up, but this is kind of that the first year we're really like LeBron just he just doesn't he just doesn't play defense in the regular season here for like four or five seasons. But this is one like it's a regular season award, and the guy left for two and a half weeks in the middle of the season <laughs> in his first year back in Cleveland. <laughs> he wasn't winning the MVP. Uh, 
Yeah, you, you wouldn't win the MVP. There, I, I, I do remember no. them being a, a strong argument for James Harden, though. None for LeBron James. I don't think LeBron James really had a, 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 a leg to stand on in 2015. But in my opinion, Steph rightfully won it. Uh, and then 2016, as we said, it's untouchable. All right, 2017, Russell Westbrook wins. This, again, LeBron's not in the conversation. This is between you know Harden again and, and, and Russell Westbrook. Rightfully going to Russell Westbrook here, in my opinion. He did something that we hadn't seen in, in decades. And also carried a team that many counted out uh, before the season even started to, to the playoffs. And uh, you can say what you want about how they performed in the playoffs, but just getting there, Russ was, for all intents and purposes, he was a top five player in the league that season. If the NBA was only played one year and you didn't have the history before or the history after, you would leave that season saying Russell Westbrook was one of the five best players in the league. Yeah, and, the, and the, there were some people also voting for Kawhi Leonard, I think. I want to say... Tom, both yeah. Tom Habershow and Zach Lowe were both on the on the Kawhi train. I'm with you. I think that that's a Westbrook one. Now, I don't. I look that people can knock the the triple double thing all they all they want and say he's hunting triple doubles and a lot a lot of that is true. Like I, I wouldn't. You watch some of those and it's four Thunder guys boxing out and Russell Westbrook. Whatever it it doesn't matter. He did something that people had been talking and wondering about whether it was possible for forever, and then he went out and he did it. And by the way, like he was also the best clutch time player in the league that year by far. There's a game. Uh, I I want to say it's like the first week in April, maybe maybe uh, maybe last week in March. But it's Denver. He goes absolutely ballistic against the Nuggets. Yeah, hits the yeah. crazy game winner. And, and this is a year too for LeBron, where like if you want to claim that he's the best player in the league. That's fine, but he didn't have the best season. This is also one the the year where uh, the Cavs got a lot. This is where like load management really uh, took off another level. This is so LeBron. LeBron sits out eight games this year. This is one where they like Ty Lue is basically being like LeBron, Kevin Love, and Kyrie aren't even making the trip to some of these games. Like they, they, they right. would go to Memphis, and all three of them wouldn't be there. Uh, LeBron misses eight games. The Cavs go 0-8 in those games without him. Uh, but only you know five of them, they don't have Kyrie and Kevin Love either. So this is, this is like a weird like LeBron load management type thing. But like again, he's really not even in the conversation for the MVP that year, uh, nor should he have been, given kind of the season that Westbrook Harden and Kawhi Leonard all had. A part of that we do have to mention, a part of that had to do with the fact that the Warriors had just added Kevin Durant and no one was going to vote for either Steph Curry or Kevin Durant in terms of MVP and neither of them finished in the top five. When you look at their numbers, they had MVP type numbers and if you remove that bias, maybe one of them would have walked away for, with the MVP that year. When you when you bring in records and all that stuff that we talked about earlier uh, and how much that mattered, up until now, no one below the three seed in any conference wins an MVP award, and that opened the door for Russ. I know he had done something that we hadn't seen in a long time, averaging a triple-double, and he was great in the clutch, but if it wasn't for Kevin Durant going over the Golden State, maybe that bias, we would have either Steph Curry or Kevin Durant winning there, uh, in Kevin Durant's case, second MVP award and Steph's third. I agree. And, and I also think it's interesting where, like, you look at, so Russell Westbrook wins the MVP on a 60, right? Kind of like establishing a new precedent where, like, you know what? Like, maybe we don't just, maybe we don't have to just exclude guys on the other 24 teams. Because if, if you start doing this exercise and you use, like, the, the 2017 
mindset and you apply it retroactively, that's how you then start talking yourself into like LeBron winning more MVPs. Because the years right. that you know that we already went through, like the 06 or 07 or 08, where he's not winning them, but he might be the best player in the league, all come in years in which his team's just not very good. So by virtue of his teammates not being good enough vis-a-vis, -vis, he then can't be the MVP, even though that's exactly what happened with Russell Westbrook. But I, I agree with you. I, I think that Kevin Durant going to Golden State kind of set the stage for us to see something that we just hadn't seen. Like all, all the conditions were met uh, for Russell Westbrook to go and to go and do it. And he did. So sorry, yeah. LeBron. Uh, yeah. And, no and fifth also MVP Steph there either. Steph Curry was getting ready for his third MVP award in that season. As we know now, people don't win three in a row. Uh, then, then James Harden follows up the next year, and then Giannis last year. I don't think anyone could talk about Giannis' uh, season last year. LeBron wasn't even playing, so uh, you know you remove the LeBron argument. Right. But is there an argument to be made for, for the year that James Harden won it? I think not. Uh, that was, what, LeBron's last year in Cleveland. He finished second in MVP voting. But let's talk about the defense. Can I, yeah, can I, I, I kind of, this is going to sound completely contradictory, but I, I, I hope that I articulate it in a way that makes sense. Okay. So LeBron finishes second in MVP voting. He set career highs and assists and rebounds per game. This is, they had just traded Kyrie Irving. So he's not there anymore, right? Basically for nothing. Cause Isaiah Thomas is hurt. Uh, and he literally, like, literally doesn't Don't play do that defense. To Ante Zizic. Don't do that, Dante Zizic. No, I, I'm gonna do it. Come on, Wait, don't. I, you're trying to. I, I appreciate you trying to inject a little tension here. That we're not gonna have this conversation. I'm not doing that. Uh, the Cavs. The Cavs had the second worst defense in the entire league, ahead of only the Phoenix Suns, who won 21 games. Okay, so LeBron has this insane year where he goes 27, nine and nine. Essentially not playing any, he essentially just sleepwalks and somehow finishes second in MVP voting. Like, I don't think that he should win the MVP, but I think that if there was ever any season to point to in which in which you could just be like, okay, this guy is the best player in the league and it's not close. The guy didn't even try the entire year and like puts up video game numbers. And, and by the way, also played in all 82 games for the first time in his career. Like there's a lot of these like low hanging fruit straw man arguments you can make about why LeBron should have won the MVP this year. I unequivocally, I do not believe any of them. It should absolutely, that was James Harden's and he deserved that. But I, I, I weirdly think that it's like, you, you can say that LeBron should not have won this, yet also point to this year as like the definitive proof that LeBron is just on another level because the guy didn't even try and had statistically maybe the best season of his career. Yeah, let me add let me add some uh, some LeBron arguments here for you. Uh, they they still managed to win 50 games, top four in the Eastern Conference. And if you remember, Ty Lue actually had to leave the team uh, with a with a medical issue, and Larry Drew takes over uh, for part of the season, and LeBron had to deal with that. Like they they had a coach. A coaching, not really a change, but a coaching substitution in the middle of the season. No Kyrie Irving. Uh, Derrick Rose isn't who they, they thought he was going to be. They're relying on a, on Jeff Green to give him stuff. Uh, Kevin Love is not playing, you know, a, a ton of games. I think he played less than sixty games that year. And and like you said, Isaiah yeah, Thomas, who was he was a big part, 
with uh from the with the trade for for Boston. He, he didn't he didn't even show up. He I, I think what sixteen games, fifteen games that season. Yeah, yeah. So so, yeah, so games LeBron. That season. They signed. They, there's the weird thing where like Dwayne Wade starts the year on them, but then like I forgot about that. LeBron yeah. like blesses the trade back to my. It's a really weird year in Cleveland. That 2018 was, year is so bizarre. Yeah, very very weird year, and they still somehow made it to the finals. But that doesn't count. The 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 the, the, the thing that people will always remember is that LeBron really shut it down defensively, and that team I think finished 29th in defense that year. Yeah. Uh, awful, awful, and and if LeBron's the defensive anchor, and they got guys that could defend, you know, the, you know, Le- obviously LeBron's one of the better defenders in the league when he puts his mind to it. Uh, Tristan Thompson, no slouch. They they had George Hill at the time, who's a pretty good on ball defender. I mean, it, they should have been better defensively had they tried. Amon Shumpert, a guy that could you know defend, they should have been better defensively, but it, it just didn't work out, and that, a lot of that had to do with LeBron just not caring about it. That just and just the team, the team just wasn't very good. That's just not a good team. You just went through the whole the whole roster. I mean, they they finished. If that if if it was all those guys, but it was 2012, yeah, that team's a juggernaut. They're loaded, but it's not. It's 2018. There's a reason that they almost lost and should have lost to the Indiana freaking Pacers in the first <laughs> round, right? Like, I so it's it's and again, like then you you see LeBron have his. The game one of the finals where he goes for 51, 8, and 8 against a, a Golden State team that is so much better than them. Uh, really should have won. Like, that's why I just, I look at this year as kind of just the, it's the probably the weirdest year of LeBron's career. But the one that I point to and just say, like, this, this guy's just different than everyone else. But that doesn't mean that he should have won the MVP. So he did. What the- yeah, and there was no narrative. No one pushed the narrative for him to try and get that MVP award. It almost felt like, again, in, in the same situation that Kobe Bryant was in in 08, uh, in 18, I really feel that people looked at James Harden and said, you know what, if James Harden, it would be a shame if James Harden ends his career without an MVP award, and, and it kind of helped his case. And, you know, granted, the Rockets were really good. They had Chris Paul there. Uh, they, they were now in a championship level. They were the best team in the Western Conference. Uh, but... You know, I think a lot of people looked at it as well. If James Harden walks away without an MVP award to end his career, it would be a shame, and and he, and he wanted based on that because he had been so close in the past well, two, two, two two places uh, back to back years. He's he's finishing in second place. But that's that's also the year too, though, where like everybody else is just like everyone in the entire league, both conferences, is just like Golden State's winning the title. It's a done deal. Play for the future, and like the Rockets are are being very bold and saying like. No, forget that. Like we're gonna go beat those guys. We're gonna we're gonna add Chris right. Paul. We're like Daryl Morey is given uh, interviews in which all he's saying is like I'm obsessed with being the Warriors. It's all I think about. Like that there was there was like a real a real strong narrative there about like Houston really going for it. And so I think like that in addition to all the other stuff that you mentioned about James Harden comes so close so many times and not having one like. I, I just I don't know how you can look at that and say that should have been any different because I, I think people got it right. Yeah, they, they absolutely did got it right. I have to ask you a James Harden question, even though we started this conversation about LeBron. Uh, that's the one finals or one uh, league MVP James Harden has won. He finished second last season. He's not going to be in the conversation this year, and if he if he is, it's, he's going to finish third or fourth, right? So. Is that the only MVP award we're going to see James Harden end with his in his career with, 
Or if he finds a way to win a championship, will he start getting more respect uh, in, in the league? I think bingo. I think you you just say you just said it, and I know that that's not fair because it's like it's a regular season award. If it's if people want to make it about the playoffs and like don't have a regular season MVP, we just decided after the finals. And and by the way, if we did that, like yeah, LeBron would have a lot more than four uh, and rightfully deserved. But I yeah, I, I people are human. I James Harden started this year out. He was averaging like through the through the end of December. He was averaging like. 39 points a game or something so ridiculous and and i remember at the time uh i believe it was tim bontemps of espn did a poll like a straw poll of a bunch of mvp voters and at the time like james harden was like third then the Mm -hmm. guy's averaging 40 points a game like he wasn't sniffing it so i understand like he had a bad month in january and february so he wasn't ever really gonna kind of be there now but i i think you're right i think until he wins a title or at least he probably even has to get to a get to a finals like if he were to get to a finals and they and he plays well but they lose to milwaukee or something like it's kind of hard i i think it would be hard to hold that against him uh but i do think that he's kind of under this situation now where he kind of he kind of has to put up or shut up a little bit uh, in the postseason, I think until people are going to swerve back, uh, and so and 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 I I actually think it's kind of crazy that he finished second last year because I remember after that team lost in the manner in which they did in 2018, it was like, well, he's never going to sniff one again because they keep losing. Uh, but he was just that good last year that he was he was right there with Giannis till the end. But I, I'm with you. I, I I think he's got to at least get to a finals, if not win it, uh, in order to to win another one. Yeah, he was he was incredible last year. Uh, whether you'd like to see him play or not, he was he was sensational, finishing as you said second in MVP uh, voting. All right, Giannis is uh, as we said off the top, he he's likely to win this one. In our opinion, do you see uh, if Giannis wins it this year? Do you see LeBron James getting a chance to ever win one again, um, or is he going to end his career with just four MVPs? He's thirty five. I'm never going to be thirty six next year, dude. I would. You you probably could have asked me that same exact question like three years ago, and I'd have been like, "Nah, he's too old. He can't win." A-. Of course he can. I'm, I'm not gonna. I would never. I'm not gonna sit here and say that he can't because I I didn't think that entering this season that he would have delivered the year. I like like with probably with everyone. I think I would have looked at Anthony Davis as like the guy more likely to win the MVP. I think as long as this dude is playing. Uh, until he shows otherwise, he gets the benefit of the doubt. So uh, until until we see the drop off that may or may not come, I'm, I will never say that this guy uh, can't win another one. What about you? Do you think that this is uh, you think that this is it? This is the last time we're having a LeBron MVP discussion? I think this is it. I think this is the last time we have the discussion if LeBron could win MVP. I don't think that the I, I think there there is a narrative out there though that he may be able to eclipse and I'll give it to you before the next season even starts. Carl Malone in 1999, age 35, in that shortened, locked-out season, wins the MVP award. I don't know if next season will be locked out or, or shortened anyway. Um, we, we hope it's not locked out. But so we, we don't think that say, next what, season don't, don't, will don't be, be... Don't be spreading rumors here. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to spread rumors there. But we don't, we don't know if next season will be shortened. But we do know that the calendar is going to be shifted a bit. And we do know that LeBron James is going to be in a position to win the MVP award at age 36. He's turning 36 in December. That would be, he would be the oldest 
MVP award winner if he's able to get it done next season. So there's the narrative early. That's going to be pushed early. It's up to LeBron James to go and get it. Um, I don't think he gets it, but if he's if he is going to get one more, it's going to be next season. I mean, you can you can already you can already in your head visualize the talking heads and imagine reading the stories about how uh, the Lakers they only had one month off and here we are twenty games into the season and they have the best record in the league. How is LeBron doing this on a one month off? Like, yeah, the, the state it writes itself. Like, so at, as long as he's performing uh, and he's putting up big numbers, which he always will because he can do it in his sleep. Uh, like we just talked about, he I, he's gonna be there. I I refuse to acknowledge that he won't. Yeah, I I think you know Kareem's probably the closest to we've seen uh, as a guy. Kareem and Carmelo are probably the closest to uh, you know age middle age thirty five um, guys that you know are still still playing at the at the top of their career. And maybe I'm forgetting Michael Jordan because he he played in. Uh, as well. That's, that's uh, pretty he, disrespectful. Pretty <laughs> yeah, he, he was pretty good too. <laughs> but uh, but Kareem, you know, closer to forty, and 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 Carl, same thing, closer to forty. They were still performing at a at a high level. So, um, you know, if if LeBron could pull it off, if someone's going to pull it off, it's, it's probably going to be LeBron James. So next season, you're call, I'm calling my shot now. I would I would put the betting money on LeBron. The narrative is there. I just don't know if he's going to get it done. I think someone I think someone else like Luca or someone else will will jump up. Um, you know, a younger guy will jump up and, and, and be able to, to to corral them. Maybe even Kawhi, because he doesn't have a regular season MVP award. Yeah, kind of feel kind of feels like it could be a Kawhi year. I, I agree with you on that one. But he's another guy too, where like if the like if the Clippers win the title, you're gonna look at Kawhi and be like, why does this guy not have an MVP yet? And there's gonna be a narrative there that where as long as he plays enough games because it will always come down to the load management, right? But I mean, if he misses 10 or 15 games and that's it, and he's doing exactly what he's doing this year on a, on a Clippers team that I would assume will once again be, if not the best, then one of the two best teams in the West. Like, I, I think Kawhi is actually a pretty good call for next year. In terms of uh, early clubhouse leader, I like Kawhi. Yeah, Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard, uh, we're calling it early if you uh if you do bet and, and you win some money in vegas you know where to find me and micah on twitter at micah adams 13 and at the carlin gay you can also find nba sound system over there on twitter as well all the shows will be posted uh on social media and you could also go back in the archives on itunes and find episodes and we talked about carmelone uh and his actual uh, 1997 mvp season with the utah jazz in the archives over on nba sound system we'll be back next tuesday at 3 p.m eastern time eastern standard time with another live episode we'll see you then for micah adams i am carlin gay and we will see you next week right here on nba sound system <laughs>